here in the heart of the jungle, we find one of the most interesting creatures of its kind. Amazon PPC Advertising. Buried deep amongst the undergrowth with its campaigns and targeting, they hazards like keywords without conversions, unprofitable ad spend, and a mountain of ever-evolving complexity. But if you look beyond the obstacles of life here, there is hope and opportunity. We will journey to every corner of Amazon ads to explore and share the greatest treasures the jungle has to offer. This is the Amazon PPC Den podcast. What's going on, Badger Nation? Welcome to the PPC Den podcast, where we talk about the jungle, the safari ride that is Amazon advertising. As you know, we are doing a four-part episode with my Amazon guy, Stephen Pope. Stephen, welcome back to the show. Uh, if people haven't tuned in to the previous three episodes where we talked about Amazon SEO because it's such an important topic in the world of Amazon marketing, what do you have to say to these people? Well, first of all, you're missing out on the good comments we're getting. Brett Bahonan, if I said his name right, he said, the pink word update. That was episode two, guys. Solid name for it. It's kind of like the Dennis Rodman of Amazon SEO. Overlooked but powerful. So I think I think uh, uh, that, that comment right there summarizes how I feel about episode two. So we had the Dennis Rodman pink word update. So go check it out. Boom. Dennis Rodman, by the way, I was just watching a documentary of him when he went to uh, North Korea. It's pretty crazy. Yes. <laughs> who, who does these things? I don't know. Dennis, the rod. Does anyone call him the rod? <laughs> I have no idea. All I know is that I was uh, grew up in Utah and uh, the, the Bulls, they stole, mm -hmm. they stole it from the Jazz yeah. twice. Mm -hmm. Good old I think Carl Malone and John Stockton. Uh, I don't know how old you are, but I feel like every man and many women uh all know about the 90s chicago bulls because they were like the pinnacle sports team for so long pretty, pretty good netflix series on it actually yes uh and then there was the pizzagate you know <laughs> some kind utah probably probably did uh give uh, a little bit of poison to michael jordan and he still freaking rocked like a 40 point game and won the game so mm -hmm. that no stopping that mvp he, yes. he did earn that one Yes, we're on, a, we're on a Dennis Rodman tangent. But anyway, thank you, Brett, for that comment. <laughs> so one, one of my other uh, favorite comments came in from Florian Notorov. He said, uh, I cannot stress this enough. Amazon SEO is something you do before you start Amazon advertising, which is the theme of today's episode. How does SEO and PPC integrate with each other? Booyah. And then we've got Tim Kramer saying, real good following the upcoming episodes. Thanks so much, Tim. Uh, and Tim also commented two weeks in a row. Oh, wait, no, I'm yeah, sorry. We just put it in here twice because I put my comment screenshot in dark mode and you put yours in light mode. So here I am reading them twice. Sorry about that. So, so that brings up a good question though. I'd love to hear from you guys in the comments section. Do you guys use light mode or dark mode? I use light mode, Michael uses dark mode, and uh, I, I, I think it's funny. Yes, ad badge. So I use dark mode everywhere. Uh, I hate getting blasted by my computer if I ever open it up like 
after 7 p.m. You, you're a vampire. Just admit it. That you're is You're a redhead vampire. <laughs> By the way, you're looking good. You're looking sharp. You shaved uh, shaved the beard down, mm-hmm. trimmed it down, and then uh, <laughs> let's let's see the hair. Let's don't hide that hair behind. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Very hip. Look at that designer haircut, guys. <laughs> give give Michael some props in the comments section for uh, for cleaning it up. He's he's in Vikings season five now. He's going to the end game. <laughs> Shout out to Tan who commented on YouTube said. <clears throat> Please use a pop filter. Uh, Ton, our video and audio editor, tells me to use a pop filter very often. I apologize. I bet that comment was for me. I need to I need to figure out my mic setup better. I just moved the mic away just like a couple inches. There, let's see if that helps. Yes. As long <laughs> so, as we as long as we avoid those sounds, we'll be okay. I can, no peas for the rest of the episode. Can't talk about uh, popcorn. <laughs> nope. My last name it's it's off limits. Can't Ooh, that's a tough one. Stephen yeah. Pope. Uh, yeah, but whenever, anyway, I, Steve- whenever I get on a call with somebody, I'm like, yeah, my name is Stephen Pope. And they're like, Hope? No, I'm like, no, Pope isn't Catholic Pope. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way I've been able to survive my entire mm-hmm. life. But anyway, Stephen Pope from my Amazon guy, uh, thank you so much. This is our last in a series of four. If you have not listened to the previous three episodes, we talked about SEO best practices when you're first getting started, properly thinking about Amazon SEO, building that strong foundation. And then two, we talked about mid-game, what to do after you do that initial setup, which is a topic I feel doesn't get talked about enough. Uh, A lot of times people talk about SEO, they talk about the setup. But what about regular maintenance? We talked about that in episode two. And then we talked about late-game maintenance uh, and how to really build your moat, your Amazon SEO moat in episode three. And today is a very, very special one. Um, You know, Stephen, I have 90% of my expertise just in PPC. So it was awesome to have you on the show for this entire four-part series. And today we're going to be talking about the crossover techniques uh, that whoever's doing your SEO and whoever's doing your PPC need to be having. So if, whether you're an owner of a company, these are conversations you should be facilitating. Uh, whether you are uh, doing the PPC and SEO yourself, these are things that you need to start incorporating into your uh, standard optimization flow, things that need to go into your um, monthly optimization plan. And I'm super excited about it because connecting the dots is what we do here on the show, Stephen. There are a lot of dots to connect. I mean, for, first of all, the most common thing we ever hear is like, what, how, how, how should we invest in SEO? Like, what's, what's the plan? What's, and so, you know, most people are dropping considerable amounts on advertising and they don't even have a budget for SEO. And, and I would say, get a budget for SEO. I think this is such an interesting concept because a lot of times SEO is always referred to as like free traffic. Uh, you know, why would I ever, you know, think about anything other than free traffic? You know, this happens a lot. People say, oh, you know, if you have a blog, just go do a whole bunch of blogging and Google will give you free traffic. Well, it's actually those blogs cost money to make, whether you as a solo founder made them yourself uh, or you paid a contractor or an employee to make these things, it has a cost associated with it. So in the same way, you know, how much money and time are we spending on SEO, I think that's a you know interesting way to think about Amazon marketing doing SEO that doesn't really get talked about a lot. And as a PPC marketer, it makes 
my life way, 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 way easier when people have really dialed in SEO, um, better conversion rates, uh, better ratios of organic revenue and paid revenue and total revenue, all these things. So to your point, let's talk ratios. Yeah, let's talk ratios. So let's get into sort of the ratio of indexed words for SEO. And we've talked a lot in the last three episodes about the power of getting indexed for a mammoth amount of keywords. So we've talked about that. We have that number that we're going to be indexed for, for keywords on Amazon organic. And let's talk about the ratio of that amount versus the PPC keywords that you will be bidding on and appearing for. Um, so most people have not ever considered to look at this ratio, right? So like, this is something that it should be a new thought for most of you. So if, if that's you, don't feel bad. Yeah. But, but you can, yeah, I'll be in the, I'll be in that club too. Uh, you know, spending all my time in the campaign manager, uh, is, you know, where I, I typically spend most of my time and I will look at paid revenue versus organic revenue. But I think what's so fascinating about this, uh, as we were talking, and I'm so happy we had this conversation, is actually looking at the ratio of indexed words for SEO and indexed words for PPC. I'd love for you to talk us through how you consider that so I can start considering it and all of our listeners can start considering it. Any, any keyword tool will tell you how many words you rank for and how many words you're spending ads on. It's a very common feature. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cerebro and Helium 10, Jungle Scout, AMZ Scout, like all of them have this kind of thing. Uh, so if you were looking at one of your distributions, that's the section that they call it inside of Helium 10, you can see your ratio. And so my opinion, you should be ratioed at one to two. For every one PPC keyword that you are spending money on, you should have two index keywords in total. So that means if you advertise on 2,000 words, you should be indexing for 4,000 keywords. If your ratio is out of whack too much in either direction. That would mean you have higher amounts of PPC versus your SEO. So let's say it was equal. Let's say you're spending advertising and your SEO were both at a thousand keywords. That would tell me you haven't spent enough on your SEO. You haven't indexed for enough keywords. And likewise, if you take the reverse of that, if your SEO is too high and your PPC is too low, you're probably leaving sales on the table from an advertising standpoint and not spending enough money on your ads. So, you know, do a health check, look at your top two or three ASINs today, and this is your homework from our episode today, look at your ratios, and if they're out of whack either direction, that's where you need to go focus, right? So like there, there are t- multiple kinds of data points you can always consider when, when you're trying to grow your sales on Amazon. Mm-hmm. There are some that are leading indicators, and there's some that are lagging indicators. And so when you go play defense and offense with your metrics, you need to consider both leading and lagging indicators because if you just choose one over the other, then you'll have uh, either too short-sighted of a plan um, or you will be leaving sales on the table. So this is an opportunity for you to look at and say, hey, I've got a lagging indicator here that I'm not putting enough effort into my SEO. I need to catch up. So go catch up. And, And then that way you plan out for the rest of this year. I need to put more money into SEO. I dig that. And I think it's a good it's a good benchmark to consider. I, w- I would have to imagine there's got to be some nuance in that, for example, appearing for a sponsored brand ad and a sponsored product, uh, potentially, um, you know, uh, factoring that in somehow or on the PPC side of things, 
uh, the you know category targeting or individual ASIN targeting uh, may be slightly different than just pure uh, search result pages. Um, but I think the ratio is a really, really cool cool point. And, and to that point, using it as a uh, almost like a weather, uh, what am I trying to think? Like a weather vane to let you know my, if you're- My dad was a weatherman. Way, hey now. And now he actually now works for me at my Amazon guy. He's he's retired from being a weatherman in Utah. His name oh, is Dan that's Pope. epic. What does he do yeah. at my Amazon guy? He's, he's our sales manager. So I, we're getting like 10 hits a day on the website and I'm like, I can't get to all these calls. Dad, I need help. Come, come work for me, please. That's fantastic. Are you a good boss to him? No, (laughs) I'm terrible. I I ask for so much out of my employees. I'm like, but, but I'll be, that's honest, honest Mm -hmm. truth right there. But, uh, uh, I, I, I'll give you two mantras on this. So if you're a boss, do two things. Here's my advice. Number one, be tough on the issues and soft on the people. Oh, that's beautiful. That means make sure all 10 contacts that we get today, we're getting answered. We're calling them immediately. Mm -hmm. Like I I want instant action on that. That's tough on the issues, but soft on the people. Oh, you said the wrong thing to this person. That's okay. Let's, Mm -hmm. let's just correct the script, that kind of thing. And then the second, second employment advice I'd give is teach your employees everything, you know, because if you don't, they are going to stay, teach them everything, you know, so they can leave and treat them so well that they never do. Mm-hmm. And this is an old one where the CFO and the CEO are talking in some kind of meme. Uh, I don't know who originated that one, but basically if you don't teach your employees everything you know and they stay, it will damage your company. Right. So, <laughs> Yes, that's true. Um, so I, I love that, I, that, that keyword focus there, uh, starting, to, starting to think about indexed keywords versus PPC keywords. I dig it. And in terms of this, because you can also look at the ratios for spend as well, uh, which I definitely think is worth uh, talking about. And I'd love to hear how you consider it. And then I'll talk a little bit about how uh, I I consider it. And I think we have some alignment here. Yeah. So this uh, phrase tacos, right? Total ad cost of spend is thrown around and I dig it. I'm a a believer in tacos. So I think that you should be spending at least 10% of your gross sales on ads. Mm -hmm. And if you're spending less than seven, you're probably shrinking. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and if you spend more than 10, it's because you want to grow faster, right? So what, what's your take on this? You and I did not share our, you didn't share your, your opinion on this one. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious where you're going to be. So my first thing and listeners of the show have heard me say this before. I strongly believe that we have mislabeled tacos, T-A-C-O-S, uh, standing for total ad cost of sales. I've always thought the T should go later in the acronym and it should be a COTS ad cost of total sales because we're talking about total sales, not total. That's a good way to put it. Ad cost. Anyway, that's my, that's my first, <laughs> that's my first thing. I don't know. I'm the, I really like acronyms that are highly accurate, but difficult to say. So tacos. Oh, difficult to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tacos is very easy. You can hear it. ACOTS is a clunky word, um, but anyway. You're, you're, uh, you're a true technocrat. Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, I have all the dark mode. Um, so you're, you're, you're Palpatine behind the scenes, man. You're running the <laughs> empire, though. I love democracy. Good, good. <laughs> uh, so what we're, I was going to We're going to hear your, your ad badger mating mm-hmm. call today. I just, I can feel it. So what I would say uh, with the 10% ad cost of total sales, I would say that is... Uh, perhaps the most common ad cost of total sales 
that I hear from people. And it's definitely something to track and to consider. So in terms of the theme of the show, conversations that you know PPC team and SEO team need to be having, as well as the overall business, definitely need to be keeping track of your ad cost of total sales. Uh, and this can get tracked on a company-wide level. This can get tracked on an individual product level, depending on a company's business needs. It's also very easy to track. Let's go yeah. with that. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I would say, too, is some quite often, you know, Amazon companies, e-commerce brands land on that 10% uh, ad cost of total sales. I sometimes think by default, and the thing that I always like to tell people is try to, you know, play around with that number. Uh, you know, Stephen Nock and I did an episode uh, recently, it hasn't been published yet, but we, where we talked about the relationship between ad spend, organic revenue, total sales. And there are scenarios where you can actually increase your ad cost of total sales and actually be left with more profit uh, because you were able to boost other areas of your business, either through increasing your ACOS, I'm sorry, improving your ACOS, so lowering it, uh, or potentially boosting organic revenue. Uh, so there's things that can be done with ad cost of total sales actually increasing and actually increase profit through optimizing other things, organic revenue and uh, ACOS. So I, de I generally think, yeah, if you are less than 10% ad cost of total sales, I generally think you are probably too restrictive. And leaving sales on the table. Leaving sales on the table. I also think, uh, we, we don't have this in our notes either, but uh, ad revenue to total revenue ratio, I generally think, uh, I generally see that in like the 30% range, give or take. Uh, so if a company does 100,000 a month, I could probably guess that they're doing 30 to 40,000 of that, uh, 30,000 give or take through paid. Would it's you, a good ratio. Yeah. yeah. So I use that ratio sometimes to say, if that ratio is too low, like if that ratio is like 15% ad revenue to total revenue, I can usually guess that they're not, being aggressive enough with their ads and leaving money on the table. Uh, and what's cool about that is they can probably boost ads and then boost organic and then continue to do that process. Uh, yeah. I got asked today if I could put together a financial model for somebody who was about to launch on Amazon and I was mm -hmm. like, Oh boy. So I, so we, we put something together uh, actually last night and we were looking at it. And so it, it you know, if you look at Amazon as a, a third partner, right? Like 33% of your business is going to be paid to Amazon, 10% yeah. on ads, 15% referral <laughs> fee, and the rest is usually logistics. Yeah. And, and so when we look at these ratios, uh, I, I think we've set up some inherency here that you need to spend money on SEO. So the percentage that you be, should be spending on PPC might be 10%, but what if you had 3% of your total sales spent on organic Mm -hmm. efforts yeah now now people are like what three mm percent -hmm. that's a lot of money i barely spent a hundred dollars just paying guy off fiverr to set up my keywords right mm -hmm. like that's 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 like the reality of the situation but when when you look at this year in 2021 like how much capital is being dumped into the space well ppc costs are up right mm -hmm. and and so you have to be more sophisticated and spend money in additional areas including seo and there's a strong correlation and link between these two worlds mm -hmm. so i would advocate spend three percent of your total sales on 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 a on a, on a ideal seo plan i love it 
And it's something that people don't generally consider. I almost, I, I would wager everybody or most people have a ad cost of total sales number in their head that they want to spend on ads. But this number would sort of be uh, SEO cost of total sales. Uh, don't make me do that acronym, but it's like, you know, how much are we spending on SEO relative to our total Sockos. sales? Sacos. Yes. <laughs> and I think that's a really interesting point uh, and something that should be analyzed on a regular basis uh, because, I mean, the majority of company sales are coming through SEO, uh, organic means as opposed to paid means. This is a really big point, right? So like if most of your sales are coming through organic and you don't have an organic strategy, mm -hmm. That's kind of a problem, right? I was just in an account recently, uh, fairly big spender, around $100,000 a month in ad spend. I just clicked on a product because we've been having these conversations, clicked on a product, no uh, back-end keywords for that product. And oh my goodness. I know. And it's literally what we were talking about over these last few weeks. So this is a successful business that's really moving and grooving um, and didn't you know, didn't needs to go back and listen to our previous episodes. I'll make a prediction, put in 250 characters of well optimized keywords on mm -hmm. that particular product. And I bet you he indexes for 10% more keywords yeah. in less than 14 days. Booyah. Prediction. I love it. So I, I hope it. you send this over to him and let's see yes. what happens. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I love that. So think about these ratios um, and you know, the ratio of indexed words versus for SEO versus PPC. Think about how much you're spending relative to your total sales. Think about how much you're spending on ads to your total sales and SEO to your total sales. Both of these things should be analyzed and thought of. So in your in your view, Stephen, would you would you lump in that three percent uh, on SEO into the ten percent? No, it's okay. an addition. So it becomes yep. like thirteen percent should be spent on marketing. Correct. Got it. So so like if, if you. If you look at PPC as short-term gains, and I, and I hope you indict this statement, by the way, but let's say, let's say, let's just make it nice and black and white. PPC is all short-term gains, and SEO is all long-term gains. Well, 10% to get your dollar in the door today, and 3% to get the dollar in the door next month mm -hmm. and next year. And so you should be thinking about SEO as long-term growth. It's earned media, right? So earned media is not free media. It's mm -hmm. earned Mm -hmm. So you got to earn it and it's a long-term gain. And so with PPC costs going up, there's, there's a value proposition here. If you advocate for some of your budget to be putting into long-term gains and padding your portfolio, that doesn't mean spend less on PPC because increasingly you have to, mm -hmm. right? But it does mean have a diversified strategy so that you have additional avenues to generate income and revenue that most of your comp competition are ignoring right now. Mm-hmm. If you spend time where the competition is ignoring and you win, you're going to be able to win bigger in that area than if you played them on the, on the level playing field where they're already spending lots of money. Yeah. Okay, so we talked about some ratios on how you should be thinking about spend, amount of keywords indexed, and SEO budget as well. So we've got those ratios. Now let's talk about, you know, the continued conversations the SEO and PPC team should be having. What do we have next on our list, Stephen? So the question is, is how do you grow your SEO with PPC? Mm -hmm. and, and you have to have dedicated campaigns with SEO goals and targets, right? So this is where you throw the ACOS out mm -hmm. 
and 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 there's a portfolio button if you're not using portfolios right now you should be because you could put that portfolio as seo and then you can segment out that bad a cost because you're trying to go for keyword rankings mm -hmm. and that way it doesn't affect your your uh, your metrics that you're being judged on right so yeah um maybe the boss is like you go above 20 25 percent a cost you don't get your bonus this quarter well, i get i get it i get it mm -hmm. but boss my job is also seo and i need to have dedicated spend to achieve your SEO metrics. So I need you to approve 100% ACoS on my SEO campaign, and here's why that matters. So when you're rotating, um, and last episode we talked about the strike zone update, right, where you're pushing keywords into the top of page one. Part of that strike zone is to spend money on ads. Mm -hmm. So the very same, um, and by the way, as you progress through each of the SEO phases that we've outlined, you throw the rules out of the previous phase. And so there's three total phases. Phase one, you index keywords. Phase two, you incrementally index keywords with Dennis Robin called the pink word update. And phase three, you go for the strike zone, right? And, and so when you do strike zone, forget the indexing. You're already indexed, you don't need to index anymore. So what do I mean by index? I mean, show up in search results. Mm -hmm. So now you're already showing up in search results, but you need to move from position 50 to position five. Well, you're going to need some help from PPC. Why is that? Because if you convert on a PPC keyword, it helps boost your organic rankings. Now, since the I9, A9 um, um, update, Alpha 9, if you will, uh, of the search algorithm on Amazon, they diminished that value, mm -hmm. but it's still very present. And so if, if you're trying to sell a specific item, like a wine glass, and you want to organically rank for the term wine glass, which is a gigantic term, you need to be spending money on the term wine glass, exact match. Mm -hmm. And converting for it. And you gotta convert, that's the most important. So if mm -hmm. we were to talk about conversion, right? Like if you don't convert on a word, either organically or PPC, you will never be at the top of search results. You might show up, you might index, you might be on the bottom of page five, whatever but you're not gonna show up at the top of page one. If, you, temp yeah. if you temporarily show up because you, you game the system, maybe you used uh, um, an external traffic method of, of one kind or another, well, it, it, it will be short-lived. You will eventually fall right back down. Yeah, I dig that. Uh, yes, you should have you know those keywords in that strike zone, the, the words that you really value, the ones that you really defend, absolutely should be bidding on them. I don't think there's any debate, any listener on this show thinks that you shouldn't be bidding on a term that you really want to rank for. Uh, with that being said, one thing I do hear sometimes is, maybe not so much from listeners on the show, but I hear sometimes, hey, I'm now ranking for something, now I can not advertise it anymore uh, because now I can just get that free traffic instead of paying for it. I get this question all the time. <laughs> Hard stop, yeah, that's, that's, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. Like if, if you are not advertising on a keyword that you are already ranked at the top of page one for, you are asking for your competition to steal your sales. Right. Right. So th there's a concept here of multiple ads. And I'm, when I say this statement, I don't just mean PPC, multiple product placements, if you will, mm -hmm. showing up on search results. You are defending your turf. So if you think about it, when somebody goes to amazon.com and they type in any term, there isn't even an organic result at the top. You have to like scroll below fold now. You got the sponsored headline, which takes the top row, four sponsored products, which takes the second row, and the third row is below the fold very frequently. 
and then you go below the, the the row three, and then row four is like a video ad. So if you were to show up in say slot two or three of the PPC, and then organic slot three or four, you you literally wouldn't even necessarily show up on the same page at the same time. It's possible, right? Especially if you're in like rank eight or nine, then it becomes increasingly true my statement. So. Not only that, but if you were in PPC position one, organic slot one, you're signaling to the consumer that you are the dominant force on this term. Mm -hmm. And it could be the, the term that you have to defend to the death, right? So it prevents new sellers from coming in as well. It defends your turf and uh, there's just a lot of cursory downstream benefit, right? So like, let's say let's say we just talked about that wine glass term. Well, there's thousands of iterations of the term wine glass, stemless wine glass, uh, wine glass that's got a funny saying on it, whatever it might be. Well, if you rank for the the root word organically and you're spending PPC money on it, chances are you're going to cursorily infect all of the downstream long tail keywords as well. And there's just massive value to that. Yeah, exactly. So absolutely should be bidding on a term that you rank for. Um, you know, I would even go as far to say that you would want to reverse ASIN your own product so that you could see the things that you're indexed for and then use that for new PPC ideas for maybe some terms that you aren't ranking. So not only should you be bidding on things in PPC that you're ranking for page one organically, but you should also be looking at the things that you are ranked for organically for new keyword ideas that you should put inside your PPC as well. Um, so, you know, we talked about the ratio. And, you know, that's an activity that uh, is done pretty regularly to good avail. It's a great source of new PVC keywords that can help that keyword rank a little bit better. It's also a great way to, you know, improve your overall PPC. I'm a big believer that the more good keywords that you have converting well inside your PPC, that just lifts your overall account quality in Amazon's eyes. So go after these keywords that Amazon already likes you for organically, throw those in your PPC as well. And we earlier talked about like that ratio of SEO keywords index versus PPC keywords spending on. So probably one of the comments we might get on this video is, okay, why am I not advertising on every keyword I have um, organically ranked on? And, and the answer to that is you can't do it profitably, right? Mm -hmm. So there are some keywords that you do want to show up organically for that you can convert on. You just can't pay to convert on them profitably, mm -hmm. right? So, uh, for example, take the term gifts for women, right? So if I'm selling a wine glass, grandma shark for, you know, my, you know, grandma, right? Granny, if you will. And if I advertise on the term for PPC woman's gift, I'm going to be getting slammed with all of these other things that are demographically for moms who are not grandmas and, and, you know, girlfriends, et cetera. But that would still be an amazing term to organically rank for, right? And, and you possibly could. So there is, there are some uh, constraints to think about on like when you would not spend PPC on an SEO keyword, but there's massive value in analyzing that list because if you, you know, let's, a lot of people use auto campaigns to discover keywords and a lot of people have a lot of different varieties of techniques on how they come up with new keywords to advertise on. So reverse ascending your own product, looking at what you index for organically is a fantastic methodology. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, on that topic of conversions, uh, definitely one thing, you know, I would love to have from Amazon is a list of my per organic keyword conversions. But unfortunately, that doesn't exist, unfortunately, yet. 
but you do have that list from PPC. <clears throat> so it's the best source of you know conversion rate data that we have. So by getting that list of terms that you do convert for in PPC, as well as the terms that you are not converting for, uh, that should be something that should get sent over to the SEO team on at least a monthly basis, uh, depending on the size and scale of and pace of our optimization. But that's definitely something that should go from the PPC team to the SEO team. This is what converts for us. These are things that don't convert for us. And, and a lot of times, the same guy who's working on PPC is going to be working on SEO, right? Like that's going to be very common in a lot of organizations. Michael, that's an impressive amount of water you just drank there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. In a nice little jug there. Um, so uh, if, if you're in that situation, then, yeah, you, just, you can just automatically execute. Now, the larger your organization is, or maybe you outsource PPC and you're doing SEO in-house, or maybe you've got one agency for SEO and one agency for PPC, like these conversations become topical, right? Like the more you scale, the more cross-communication – because if you have a, you know, it would be like a, having an omni-channel meeting um, at a large Fortune 500 company, but not inviting the SEO team because we didn't care about SEO. Like that's the kind of conversation that we're having today. That's that's why it's important to consider the cross communication because we do have an omni-channel approach. It's just within the Amazon world. Uh, but I will say this: uh, external traffic, organically ranked, uh, can also help you. Uh, mm -hmm. pushing into Amazon. So don't, for, don't, don't underrate that as well, since I mentioned omni-channel. Mm -hmm. For me, I think that sums up a lot of the conversations that the SEO team and the PPC team or activities that should be done to balance and complement both. Um, and I think we've done it, Stephen. Is there anything else to say about this episode, Crossover Techniques, or should we wrap we've up achieved, our Yeah, two? we've achieved the goal. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, just to summarize... Your goal in Amazon SEO and Amazon PPC is to get your products displayed higher in Amazon search results, right? Like, so get visibility that drives traffic, mm -hmm. convert on it, that drives sales. So that's the summary, man. So I've really enjoyed uh, joining the Ad Badger Nation as we've done this series. Thanks for having me on. Steven, it is an absolute pleasure. Uh, I am so, because we've talked about SEO uh, a bit on the show, but we've never done a full start to finish four-part episode series. It has been a absolute uh, gift to have you on the show. I know that uh, I speak for all of our listeners because I'm sure that they also appreciated this too. Uh, I've definitely learned a whole bunch of things from you and I know that I am a better Amazon marketer for having you on the show, which means that everyone listening has become a better Amazon marketer. So thank you so much for sharing your gifts with us. And where can... I, I, of course, people can find you. People know how to use Google, but I'd love for you to just uh, close this out. And you know, how would you like people to contact you if they had some SEO questions? I read every single comment on these videos. So you leave a comment on this. That not only helps Michael out with his algorithm to get mm -hmm. his videos to be seen in his own organic strategies, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but but my the email address to reach me at podcast at myamazonguy.com. If you send me, by the way, this is a, a anybody out there. If you send me a video question on any Amazon subject, I will use your video in my YouTube channel and I will answer it. So if you want some good free advice, that's that is the way to get my attention as a content creator. So I check us it. out, um, and then you know subscribe on YouTube, YouTube slash YouTube.com slash my Amazon guy, 
or find us on myamazonguy.com and click out a contact form. I read every single one of those. Booyah. So it won't go to your dad. <laughs> My dad now gets CC'd on them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, still training him, still trying to train him. Like, uh, you know, we, we do weird things like sell trademarks and we, you know, so like he doesn't know the answers to every single question yet. Uh, but uh, there's, there's just so much, there's so much to navigate on Amazon. It's crazy. It's a crazy world. It sure is. And thank you for helping us make it a little less crazy. I'm going to have to grow up. I'm going to have to grow up my beard like you, Michael. I'm just, I just think it's very charming. Hey, maybe a year or two from now, we do another uh, four pack. Uh, we can, we could be the bearded bros. All right. Sounds like a plan, man. <laughs> All righty, Steven, have a good one. And everyone else, I will see you here next week in the Badger Den. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>